Coming up on the Cliff Notes Podcast Week 4 pregame show, we'll run down all the scores and schedules in the state of Kansas. Plus, we'll hear for the first time this season from Mar Hill head coach Brandon Wilkes and Riverside head coach Bryce Payton as we get ready for Week 3 of the Kansas season. All that and so much more on the Cliff Notes Podcast Week 4 pregame show. And welcome everybody here to the fourth and final segment here of the week four pregame show. I am your host, Clifton Grooms. This is going to be where we talk about the Kansas portion of the podcast, but let's not go any, let's not waste any more time. Let's run down some scores from week two of the Kansas season. Centralia was able to defeat Troy 31 to 12 was the final score. Atchison rebounds after a loss to Lafayette. They beat Highland Park. 47 to 36. Sabetha shuts out Riverside 42 to nothing. Bar Hill over Oskaloosa 35 to 8. Hiawatha over Perry Lecompton 21 to 7. And ACCHS over Pleasant Ridge 22 to nothing is the final score there. We'll run down the complete week three schedule of the Kansas schools after a quick commercial break. You're listening to the Cliff Notes Podcast Week 4 pregame show. And welcome, everybody, back to the Kansas portion of the Week 4 pregame show. I am your host, Clifton Grooms. Once again, let's go ahead. Let's run down Week 3 of the Kansas schedule. Hiawatha is visiting Riverside. Um, Red Hawks coming off a big win over Perry Lecompton last week, 21-7. Was that score there? While Riverside is trying to get a win in the win column after losses to Royal Valley and Sabetha. I had an opportunity to speak with the head coach of the Cyclones, Bryce Payton, for the first time this season. We talk about... um, New players coming in for this season. We talk about the first two games of this season, and we look ahead to next this week's matchup against Hiawatha. Here's our interview with Riverside head coach Bryce Payton. And we're here on the Club Notes Podcast. We are continuing our Kansas portion of the Week 4 pregame show. We are here with the head coach of the Riverside Cyclones, Bryce Payton. Coach, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on, Clifton. Appreciate it. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Great to have you back on. Um, Coach, um, it's the first time we've had you on this season. Um, your team coming off a 4-5 and five record last season. Um, Coach, um, real quick, just reflect back on last season. Um, you know, we, we had some – we had nine nine seniors, and uh, a lot of them were, were some pieces that uh, got some playing time at the end of uh, the season before, and – a lot of kids that you could really, really rely on and that um, they, they they played real hard and, and ended up being a good group for me. Um, and we just had a uh, couple, couple tough breaks. Um, and, and, you know, with our four and five record, we ran into, we were four and four going into uh, the playoffs and ran into the, the two A state champion uh, Rossville Bulldogs. And uh, that, that exited us out, out of the playoffs real quick. Well, Coach, you got an opportunity really to get back there again this season. Um, let's talk about some of the players that you have coming back. Um, who are some of your returning players that you have coming back on the offensive side of the football? Um, you know, we are, we're pretty slim coming back on returners. Um, so, Kobe Davis on offense and defense. Uh, he's our quarterback, has been starter for the last uh, – this is third year starting. Um, Todrick Duncan, Percy, Percy Duncan. Um, Ryder Davis, Kobe's little brother, and, um, you know, Chase Walters has been a center for two years, um, kind of held it down, held us down at center. But um, uh, for the most part, that's on offense. You know, defense, we've had to plug guys in that 
I uh, said to kind of other guys that, you know, we've had some, some older kids that have waited their turns, their juniors and seniors, and, and it's their, their turn to, uh, to step in and see what they got. And I know, um, I know probably you guys have um, a lot of the same players coming back on the defensive side, but uh, where do the, where do some of those guys fit in on defense? And if you have any, um, anybody that we haven't mentioned returning on the defensive end? You know, we, we rely heavily on um, the four, our four linebackers and Kobe and Chase Walters as outsides and then uh, the Duncan brothers in the middle. Um, they're, they're very good in the middle, and um, those guys, we've relied heavily on those. Um, you know, Ryder Davis plays a corner for us, and um, Benny, Benjamin Trueblood and seniors Blaze Peary and Braden Roop. Um, play on the defensive line as well for us. And then, um, Coach, uh, you guys are uh, – unfortunately, you guys aren't off to the greatest start this season, um, to, including last week's loss to um, Sabetha. I think it was Royal – yeah, Royal Valley and Sabetha were your guys' first two opponents. Um, Coach, just give us your thoughts on your guys' start this season. Well, you know, we in week one, week ones are always super difficult um, – not knowing what everybody has and, you know, feeling the feeling out stage. Um, but, and then it was even more challenging on our side and, and Royal Valley as well, because we didn't play them the year before um, our game. They were in uh, COVID protocols uh, the week before the game. So we ended up having a, a different week one opponent last season. So we had been two years, um, but, you know, our kids, our kids fought well. It was. I knew it was going to be a grinded out game. Uh, we had the lead. Uh, they scored with about two minutes and thirty seconds left to to, to go ahead and ended up ending on top. But you know, I'm, I was happy with my kids week one. And you know, last week it was Sabetha. Everybody knows Sabetha and and what they bring to the table. Um, but you know, we were toe to toe with them. It was zero zero after one. Um, and you know, honestly, our kids just got gassed um, and couple other things that's kind of bounced the wrong way for us and and just kind of is what it is you know I don't think the the 42 to nothing um in score was a reflection of the way we played and then coach you're going to have an opportunity really to get back on the get back in the win column um this week you guys are at home this week against the Hiawatha team who's coming off a win over a Perry Lacopton team who's been a big seven staple for the past several seasons um coach um What's your um, scouting report on the Red Hawks, and um, what can we expect from this football game on Friday? You know, they, they, they like to run the option, and, you know, they, they've got a, a good quarterback and a couple guys on the outside that they really trust and are fast, and they can get to the outside, and uh, it's going to be a challenge for us at times uh, to be able to stop the run game. Um, but, but we're gearing up for it and hoping that, uh, hoping that we, can, we can stop them and then play our game, play a little bit better offensively than we did last week. Well, Coach, I want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast for the first time this season, and um, good luck to you and your boys the rest of the week in practice, and good luck against Hiawatha on Friday. Thank you. I appreciate it very much. That was Riverside Cyclones head coach Bryce Payton. Um, thank you so much, Coach, for coming on the podcast. Another matchup that we got going on here is Mar Hill on the road at Pleasant Ridge. Uh, Mar Hill coming off of two wins over Council Grove and I. I think it was a Kansas school, and then they beat Oskaloosa last week. They're on the road at Pleasant Ridge this week. We had an opportunity to talk with head coach Brandon Wilkes for the first time this season. We talk about um, who's going to be filling spots for this season and. 
We'll look ahead to this matchup against Pleasant Ridge. Here's our interview with Mar Hill head coach, Brandon Wilkes. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We're continuing our preview of the Kansas schedule here this week. We are here with the head coach of the Mar Hill Ravens. That would be Brandon Wilkes. Brandon, coach, welcome back to the podcast. It's good to be back, man. Must be football season. Yeah, it must be, definitely. Um, you guys are off to a good start this season. We'll talk about that here shortly. But, um, Coach, a very fruitful record for you guys last season, 8-1. and one. Unfortunately, a second-round exit out of the playoffs. But there were a lot of great things you guys did in that regular season. Just um, sit back real quick and just reflect on last season. Yeah, it was a good year. We had a lot of seniors, um, a lot of guys that had been in our program for a while, and you know, they stepped up, and you know, we uh, felt like we were right there. We, we lost in the second round, but we lost to the state champs, and um, you know, I felt like it was a big step for our program to, uh, you know, we've been trying to get to the level of some of the top teams in the state, and we're getting closer. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like you guys definitely are getting closer. Um, Coach, um, let's talk about your team this year. Obviously, you mentioned you lost a lot of seniors um, last year. Um, who are going to be some of those players that are going to be filling some of those spots here on the offensive end? Yeah, it's a lot of new guys, uh, new to the team and new to the game, actually. So, um, you know, probably our, our um, undisputed leader is Drew Cottle, who's been a, a, a standout player for us for two years. Um, he's playing both receiver, quarterback, and defensive back. Um, Sam Joyce is, I think, one of the uh, better linemen at our level in the area. He's a junior. Um, Parrish Beagle, he's uh, right now leading the state in interceptions, probably one of the better defensive backs. He was a all-conference defensive back, and now he's starting to contribute on the offensive side. And then Mark Harris, who's a really good player for us. He's played quarterback and, uh, and linebacker for us. So, you know, they're all really, really good players. Uh, most of them had to wait their turn. And uh, now so far in these first couple of games, they've stepped up and, you know, with a slew of others have, have kept us going in the right direction as a program. I know you mentioned a lot of those players. I imagine probably a lot of those players are going to be playing defense for you also. Um, Drew Cottle and all those guys. Talk about where they all fit in on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, so we think our strength of our team right now is our secondary. Um, Drew and Parrish lead that. Um, and our secondary has been really, really good. Uh, you know, it's it's something that, uh, you know, we've tried to build around. Um, Mark's kind of part of that, but he's also a guy that we kind of, you know, strong enough. Mark worked incredibly hard in the weight room. So he's a guy that we can bring down in the box and he's physical enough to do it. But, you know, he's really kind of included him in our secondary. So um, we knew going into the year that our secondary was our strength. And, you know, if we could uh, answer some questions in the front seven, um, we could be all right. And so far our defense, you know, last year, our defense was solid, but I think probably people noticed our points per game the most as we scored um, over 40 a game. And this year, our defense has really stepped up multiple goal line situations where they've held tight and uh, really pleased with that, especially with all the new guys that uh, are stepping up. Definitely. You got, you, you got, you definitely do have a lot of guys stepping up and it has led you to a, a two and O start so far this season. Um, one of the games you had to schedule in pretty much like 24 hours in advance, uh, 24 hours notice, but, um, and then last week you guys played Oskaloosa in which you guys were able to win that game pretty convincingly. Um, Coach, just talk about your team's first two games. Yeah, you, you know, 
I always remember that first game. So we, we made it to Thursday, getting ready for our week one opponent. And, you know, you always put a little extra in your week one opponent because you're preparing all year for them. And literally halfway through our walkthrough, we find out that um, they are going to be out due to COVID. And uh, we had to, on a 24 hours notice, pick up uh, an opponent who also was in the same boat. And that was Council Grove High School, a team we don't know a lot about. We haven't played in recent years. And um, they posed a, a good uh, threat for us and we uh, we had to overcome some adversity we were down to nothing at halftime which has really not happened in a while and we came back and won and um, you know it was it was one of those games where kind of define you because uh, we were, our back was against the wall a lot and then this past week we played you know, another game it wasn't as as easy as the score um, showed I mean I think we we outplayed them probably uh for three and a half quarters, but there was a period in there where they got back in the game. And I was proud of our guys that we, again, overcame some um, adversity and, and, and finished really, really strong. So, uh, like I said, the defense is really, really been stepping up, um, you know, giving up, um, you know, 14 and then um, eight. And then and our offense is, is starting to move. And, uh, and we have some dynamic playmakers, uh, and we're hoping that. Each week, we can uh, we can move more and more in the right direction. You got an opportunity, definitely, to move more and more in the right direction this week. Another conference game in your guys' schedule. You guys are going to be traveling to Pleasant Ridge this Friday. Um, Coach, just um, your thoughts on the Rams, and um, what can we expect from this football game on Friday? Yeah, it's a uh, a league game and um, a game that's always. You know, we kind of throw the records out because, you know, they're about 25 minutes from us. We see a lot of their same kids. They come come to town and go shopping and things like that. And you know, they're always a physical team, too, and well-coached. So we know it's probably going to be our toughest test to, to date. Uh, you know, there's a little extra, too, because last year this game never happened because uh, they were out with COVID. And, uh, you know, two familiar opponents with each other that are um, got a lot on the line. And um, you know, I know um, I know our guys are looking forward to it. It's our first road game too, so it's always a good test that you know how your team can leave home and and not miss a beat. So we know it's going to be tough, but um, we're looking forward to taking the next step. Well, absolutely, Coach. I, I wish you guys have good luck this week and the rest of the week in practice, and have good luck to you guys on Friday against Pleasant Ridge. All right, thanks, Cliff. Appreciate uh, all the coverage you do for our team. Thank you so much, Mar Hill head coach Brandon Wilkes for joining the podcast once again. Um, other other schedule here in the state of Kansas. We got Nemaha Central at Sabetha, Troy at Wabansi. I hope I'm saying that right. Wyandotte is at Atchison. McLeod is at ACCHS. Hort is at Valley Heights, and then Johnson Brock is at Donovan West. And our only Kansas eight-man school that we cover here on the podcast. That is it for the week four pregame show. I hope everybody enjoys themselves at the games this weekend. Um, We will definitely be looking forward to getting back with you on the week five pregame show. But on Friday night, we're going to be doing a week four post show. Also, where we'll run down all the scores and we got post game coming up from the Bishop LeBlanc St. Joe Christian game in Missouri. We'll have all that coming up this weekend on the Cliff Notes podcast.